Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Episode 108 of A Wild Podcast has appeared. Your new favorite Pokemon podcast. I am your returning host, Jim Viscardi, joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. I almost said Christian Peters and Megan Hoffer, and that would have just been really awkward. Yeah. For those I listening, no I, for those listening, uh, this is this is a special Memorial Day episode. And uh, if you watch live uh, every Monday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, you could have watched uh, Jim, me, do two failed intros uh, to the show. One was an audio issue. The other one was uh, really just because I could not keep it together because of other issues but anyway uh that's just more incentive for you to tune in live to the show because we get a little crazy sometimes anyway this is your new favorite pokemon podcast i said that already but this is really a show where three friends get to talk about their favorite franchise that they love so much and so this week we have some pokemon go news we have some regular pokemon console news some anime news and as always at the very end a pokemon fact of the week so first big news big news on the christian hoffer front i found a store that carries pokemon cards no way yeah no like like up-to-date cards yeah not only not only do they still (laughs) have are you still still buying sun and moon cards is that what's going on (laughs) yeah i was about to say like how old are these cards Christian? no it's a it's a so there was a game store that apparently opened up in my my city in columbus uh back uh it was they've been open since november and like one of my friends lives right by it. And there's another game that we play called uh, Marvel crisis protocol. It's a miniatures game. And um, so we went over there because apparently they have a crisis protocol group. So I walk in there and they have like elite trainer boxes for battle styles, like actual, like, you know, like, individual packets i'm like excuse me sir i see you still have pokemon cards do you do pre-orders for chilling rain he's like as a matter of fact i do and not all of my stock has been bought up i'm like i would like a just give me a brick just give me a brick like i am so thrilled that's right i'm back in the pokemon card game like one of these bricks yeah yeah oh look at this one you know what, Jim? Once upon a time, the Pokemon company would be sending me those cards before you're like, ooh, we have a studio. And yes, now look at all the good. Look at all the good that studio is doing you now. Yeah, hey, yeah. that studio did great by me because then <laughs> I could get the cards. So I have been severely lacking Pokemon cards, y'all. Jim. Again, to well, be here's the thing for those, episode, for those, well, for those watching out, and for... And for you too. I mean, you know, uh, our studio is well underway and so much so that in fact, I have seen pictures of the new studio. It is absolutely under construction and uh, hopefully we will be back in there recording this show uh, in the fall. So, de- so we have, 
We have an end date. We have there is an end date coming soon. So I'm oh I'm God. actually very I'm very excited. As much as I have loved to do this from uh, my little home dungeon, uh, it'll be it'll be fun to get back into into the studio because then it'll just allow us to 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 do more things. You know, obviously uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about is um, you know, obviously we have the the Gibble community. Uh, Gibble Community Day coming up, where oh, yeah. you know I I am uh, figuring out what time uh, I'm going to to come on and stream, and so be on the lookout uh, at uh, at Pokemon Pod CB, the podcast uh, Twitter account for for times on when when i'm going to do that um you know as much as i love to do it from my bootleg home setup it'll be really nice to do it uh you know with with a bit more you know bells and whistles really uh so with that let's just jump into the news because yeah. we got some some time to catch up on uh we have the new we have the slate of june events coming up christian yeah so they've been they've been kind of rolling this out over the course of several days so first yeah. and foremost uh the season of discovery begins tomorrow uh they you know if if you remember uh, how they've rolled out these seasons have been kind of weird because they made it sound like it was a pretty big deal and it it's just not Ben, but basically it means <laughs> no, it that we're really getting doesn't. different Pokemon that will be in the background. Some, a couple of big changes. Only one mega evolved Pokemon will be appearing at a time during mega Rage, So no more of this, like three Pokemon, different types of Pokemon showing up. We're going to get one mega evolved, evo- uh, excuse me, evolved Pokemon at a time. A bunch of different Pokemon will be appearing in the wild. I'm not going to dive into all the season discovery stuff because, frankly, there's just a lot of it and it's not all that important. Um, but for the June events, we do know um, what at least the first June event will be, and it's all about my boy Slowpoke. Uh, we are getting Galarian Slowpoke. We are getting Galarian Slowbro. We are getting Mega Slowbro. And, uh, yeah, it will be a event focusing on lazy and active Pokemon, and it will come with a collection challenge. Uh, the Solstice event will be returning, and they seem to tease a Bidoof event for the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't That's know it. if it's... You know what happened? They ju- they had the April Fool's Day thing. They saw all of the excitement that people got for Bidoof. Then we had our own little Bidoof excitement here on the show, and they said, we need a Bidoof event in the game. I, uh, now here's here's the thing. Like I think that people are going to be ticked off if we don't get a Bidoof event. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, oh, for sure. The need is there. The desire is there. The demand is there. And if Pokemon doesn't fulfill it, it's just going to be a madhouse, basically. Yeah. Give us the Bidoof. The masses want Bidoof. Please deliver on Bidoof. <laughs> Christian, are you wearing that uh, Hawaiian slow uh, uh, po- uh, shirt because of the news? Yeah, that was that was per- was precisely that, was that co- why. Was that coordinated? It was coordinated. Um, one, it's Memorial Day, so I wanted a vacation shirt to wear today. And two, um, yeah, I figured oh, we're talking about Slowpoke. I'm going to wear my Slowpoke shirt. That is a good that is a good looking Hawaiian yeah. T-shirt. It's, it's it's one of my favorites. Uh, you know, uh, I got technically I have two Pokemon Hawaiian shirts because my original Stitch shirt is also a Hawaiian shirt cut. Um, and it's funny. I wore that last Sunday, like a week ago Sunday. And like, you know, we were hanging out with the neighbors afterwards and all the neighborhood kids were coming up to me. I were like, wait a second. Is that a Bulbasaur shirt? I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And then all the adults were like, I had no idea that was actually a Pokemon shirt. I'm like, that's the point. That's the point. 
Now you understand I, why I have these shirts. <laughs> I, I would like Hawaiian shirts better if they were not short sleeves. I have a thing against <sighs> short sleeve button up shirts. Hmm. Well, I'm I pretty sure you can get long sleeved Hawaiian shirts. They're called old man can, shirts. Oh, wow. See, I'd say I prefer my button downs long sleeves so I can roll them up. I think I like that look better than the, the flowy look. Yeah, the, flow no, me, the flowy, roomy, comfortable look of a Hawaiian. Yeah, shirt. that 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 roomy, comfortable look is is definitely what's in right now. I gotta say, <laughs> I do enjoy it. I will say, um, Box Lunch, if you if you know of that retailer, in the uh, if you're listening, uh, they have a ton of geeky um, kind of Hawaiian short sleeve button up shirts. Uh, some of them are more obvious than others, so you probably couldn't get away with it, and you know, like a like at a professional setting. Um, but a lot of them, you know, are like surprisingly understated. I have a couple of um, Marvel and Pokemon ones that I got for my fiance that are pretty darn professional. And he has worn them to work before uh, with uh, no incidents. So if you are <laughs> in the market and trying to not buy things secondhand because people will price them crazy high, um, Ox Lunch has a bunch out right now. So that's my plug. If you're yeah. trying to, you know, imitate the, Hawker the- style. The Pokemon Center, too, Christian uh, mentioned, it has a really nice Gengar Hawaiian shirt that I'm actually very, I'm, I'm very close to buying. I saw it and, uh, you know, so that may be, that may be one I, I pick up and maybe you'll see on an upcoming show. We'll see. Depends on whether um, I actually pull the trigger on it. I'm now like checking a look, taking a look at these shirts from Box Lunch and they're, they're, I, I like, okay, they've got like some Studio Ghibli Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I like this. This is, these are nice. Yeah. They're nice quality. <laughs> I bought a ton of them for my, for my fiance when he was, he's like, oh, I gotta go back to the office. And I was like, wasn't but, there, you know, you know, the, the one of the ones I, I don't know if they're still available. I may have to double check this, but like Christian, isn't that, didn't you get a magic? You got a, You got the magic carp original stitch shirt or am I? No, I got, one? I got the Bulbasaur one. You got the Bulbasaur one. I, yeah. I think original, the original stitch design for magic carp was also, I think very, very cool. And one, I think I may wanted to, I may, I may also grab, but anyway, that's uh this week in Pokemon style. Let's uh, move on <laughs> to more. Yeah, if you couldn't uh, get the Levi's Pokemon collection, oh, box gosh. lunch in the Pokemon center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. I, um, oh. Oh man, I I'm sorry. We're this is now this is now a um you know box. Let's lunch. shop with Hoffer video. I, this is I, the video I, I, where I'm we just shop with Christian the, the Hoffer. Like, this is this is Memorial Day. Uh, like I'm I'm just looking at some of these. Like not only do they have a, the box lunch actually has a Pokemon Island Life one, but they also have this awesome Naruto shirt yeah. that I it's really want. Oh, uh, you identify as a weeb. I have I, led you to the promised land of fashion. That's all I will say. There my, we go. My God. Well, I'm out for the rest of the day. I'll just be listening. <laughs> for, you guys are going well, to. All right. Here. Before you go, let's give everyone the the details on Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, uh, some, yes. good, some good news for for Pokemon Go Fest this year uh, that I think a lot of people are going to be really, really happy with. It's cheap. It's super cheap. It's yeah, cheap. it's like. A plus affordable. Like a plus it's, affordable. It's five. It's only five dollars this time. Uh, last year there were some uh, valid criticisms. The event was yes. uh, fourteen ninety nine last year. They're lowering the ticket price to five dollars. Uh, the 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 only downside is is that the event hours are going to be a lot shorter. 
uh, that's running from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time. I want to say they were it was a 12 hour event last year, both days. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this year's theme is it's going to be a music festival, which kind of makes sense oh. because, yeah, you know, Katy Perry stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah Coachella so, yeah. Pikachu. Uh-huh. Well, and it, it feels like as as the world returns, you know, music festivals are coming back. So we're we're getting a music festival. The big thing is is uh, remember Post how uh, Jesus, stop it! Um, <laughs> uh, if you remember back in February, you got to choose between your red version and your green version. Yeah, this time you'll be choosing between pop star Pikachu mm-hmm. and rock star Pikachu. The oh. cosplay Pikachu it's from impossible for me to pick, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a it's a tough decision. I love them both equally. Yeah, um, I'm thinking me and my friends are just gonna go halvesies and. Um, I was gonna say, is, are these just not gonna be tra- are these just not gonna be tradable? I mean, they have to be tradable, right? Um, I mean, they probably will be, but who knows? Um, but you know, uh, we're getting a lot of uh, two, uh, we're getting two regional exclusives, we're getting Chadot and we are getting uh, Sock and Throw. So, uh, Sock and Throw are exclusive to one part of the world or you know, to one hemisphere or the other. So, basically, you know, functionally, we're getting two regional exclusives that will be available to everybody, no matter where you live, unless you live in you know. I think what South America's where Chadot uh, spawns at. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, sorry, you're out of luck. Um, uh, Zenpai in the chat, uh, obviously a longtime uh, follower of the show, Ang Ang Calder. Uh, just knowing my love for Pokemon and hats and Pokemon Go, I just love them so much. So I yeah. mean, they look got so me. Cool. I got my five bucks. The pop Pikachu just reminds me of like a K-pop artist, which I'm immediately all about. Gives me some real black pink vibes. And then Rockstar Pikachu really just taps into my inner My Chemical Romance fan that never went away. It's always been there. Um, I'm just really conflicted. So if y'all want to convince me to go one way or another in the chat, please help me because I legitimately cannot decide which here's a valid here's a valid question I'll throw your way. Last year. There were uh, at least at the the start of the uh, of uh, Pokemon Go Fest. There were a lot of connectivity issues, mm-hmm. and I wonder if now with a lower price point, you would assume more people are going to get involved. Will they be able to handle it? Uh, I, I mean, this so. is this is the immortal question when it comes <laughs> to Pokemon Go. Can they handle how many people are interested in their game? The answer is I don't know. I I do not know. Um, You know, every time I think they've got it in the bag, they find a way to surprise me. I do think last year people needed something to do. And, um, you know, the Pokemon Go Fest came at a really good time. Uh, That was at the height of, you know, when all the restrictions were in place and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, I think it drew a lot of interest just because, like, you know, people are starting to burn out on um, Animal Crossing. They wanted to go outside. Um, it was something different. It was something to do. I know a lot of people who got back in the game just by doing that. Um, and, um, you know, chances are there will be connectivity issues. Um, yeah. my, my, my hope is that because the window is a little bit shorter, it's only eight hours as opposed to 12 this time. Um the connectivity issues won't be as bad because there won't be so many people 
on it sometimes. Although they're, they, you know, it's kind of blunted because you know they have servers based on region, so it's not mm-hmm. like you know, like oh, well, the Europeans are playing, so you know, we're all out of luck or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, we'll just find out. Uh, it's always a surprise when they do these big events. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I will say, as someone who, uh, you know, played almost through the entire thing at various points through at the day last year, it did get a lot better uh yeah. as as the day as the day went around and so um so at least there you know there there's that it'll just be uh you know as the various countries get online uh where i think you will see um you know where and that's true that's true you know us nate scout says you know they'll just shut things down again you know uh you know they shut down the pvp and the friends list I have so like they they may just have to turn uh some stuff off so mm-hmm. um, yeah I do want to take a second to shout out some of the new uh, people catching the show live. Uh, one of them is obviously us Nate scout uh, and the other one, uh, Zeno uh, Xenomorph. Uh, so welcome. Thank you for watching live. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, right. Um, with that, should we, should we take a quick break and then come back or I guess we, we can talk about Pokemon home. Let's uh, Pokemon yeah. home updates real quick and then we'll, then we'll go take a break. So Christian, why don't you tell us what's going on with Pokemon home? So Pokemon Home uh, is getting updated here uh, in June, um, getting a couple of new features. Uh, they're ha- adding a catch calendar, which means uh, basically uh, you'll be able to see when your Pokemon, get, uh, you caught your Pokemon. Uh, so you want to make sure you have like the right Venusaur because you've caught one in every single game, but you want the one that you've had the longest. Uh, you know, you will have the ability to find that a little bit more easily. Um, they are adding a kind of like new, like, you know, model viewer. So you can actually do a 360 view of your Pokemon. Um, and to kind of celebrate this, they are going to be um, doing a uh, giveaway uh, where you'll be getting a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle with the Gigantamax factor. So when those are fully evolved, they become a Gigantamax Blastoise and a Gigantamax Venusaur. Um, which this should hypothetically, because if you bought um, the uh, Isle of Armor DLC, you got one of those two, um, you'll be able to get both of them now. Um, or if you didn't buy the DLC, you have access to that um, for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will be given out to anyone who has Pokemon Home when they release this update, whenever that is. Nice. Hey, All right. Well, there you go. There's your Pokemon Home update uh, for the week. Although we don't really get updates. I feel like we had an update. Well, we didn't have an update last week, but whatever. Anyway. Okay. Uh, we got to pay for the show. We'll be back in 60 seconds to talk more about the new Pokemon game releases coming up. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I just saw what the the outfits looked like for Popstar Pikachu and Rockstar Pikachu looking at the album art for this week's show. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're amazing. They're absolutely yeah, incredible. Do you understand my struggle now? I, under, like, I understand the struggle. It's, it's, it's because, it's because you struggle. never went and played Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, have you, Jim? No, I have not. Well, so there, there go. we go. Yep. <laughs> and this is why you're only a guest host, Jim. Oh, that's, uh, that's a that's the that's the joke for 2021, apparently. <laughs> uh-huh. um, all right, let's talk about some Pokemon game releases because we got some dates. Mm-hmm. And I guess some people got a little bit upset. Uh, so uh, give me a second. I'm pulling up the exact uh, dates because I don't want to mess this up since we're on the record. Uh, so the, uh, earlier this week, after there's all the speculation, are we going to get a Pokemon Direct? And the answer is probably not because they just went and announced the dates for the uh, upcoming video games. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl will launch on November 19th, 2021, while Pokemon Legends Arceus will launch on January 28th, 2022. Um, So these games are, you know, uh, the next two sets of uh, Pokemon games. Uh, Everyone is pretty excited for them, but of course there was controversy because people are weird. Uh, the, the controversy seems to have been these games are coming out too closely together. Yeah, I mean... I mean, like, what... I, it, <laughs> I, I do, when I saw that criticism, that was my actual reaction. Like, just kind of dumbfounded. Um, I know, Hopper, you will explain more about the, um, you know, kind of industry perspective on it. But, I mean, as a fan... I'm more than happy <laughs> to, to not wait a super long time, but yeah, I, it's, I think it's, for me, the only thing that's uh, interesting is that Arceus is a post-holiday release. Uh, I, that to me seems like the bigger deal of a game. And I would mm-hmm. imagine that there are potentially, uh, production reasons for for that release date but for rc is to not get the day before black friday or you know like or that black friday into the holiday time frame for what is ostensibly a game changing kind of game for the franchise uh as opposed to like the remakes getting that slot like i if the dates were switched i'd be like oh okay that makes more sense but i can see you know 
you know, why, I mean, yeah. why some people would be, would be thinking that I don't think there's any reason to get mad about it or have them too close. I yeah. mean, look, you've already played uh diamond and pearl like yeah you're not getting any real surprises out of that game right like yes there will probably be some gameplay changes and things like that there but like you're not going to need that much time between that and arceus and like what i'm sorry you can't play two games at once like well i mean i think that like well i'll just say the thing in in conjunction in conjunction with what jim said is i would wonder and i've been thinking this if whether the pokemon company is kind of putting uh more eggs in the basket of knowing that Diamond and Pearl are known factors within the franchise already. They know that, you know, Diamond and Pearl have done really well. It has a dedicated fan base. They know that the desire for remakes have been prevalent within the fandom for a really long time in comparison to Arceus, which is a very unknown quantity. It might be kind of game changing, but I mean, if it's a flop and that is their holiday flop, I mean, it's a safer bet maybe to potentially go with you know, Diamond and Pearl, which is a, is a known quantity to the company. So that's what, you know, I'm considering um, as maybe the explanation. Either way, I'm fine with it. It's, I mean, again, it's not that long of a wait. Um, and, uh, you know, I always play Pokemon, you know, I'm still playing Sword and Shield. I'm, I'm still playing, you know, Heart Gold. I still pick up these old games. I mean, I never really stop playing them. So I can handle <laughs> You know, a couple games at once. Uh, so that multitasking will be a plus next year. So there's there's a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of things talking about the, um, you know, the 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 release dates. You're, you're you know, uh, you're very likely right, Megan. Uh, there were there probably or uh, there was probably some covid related uh, production issues. If I if I had to take a guess, I'm guessing these games got delayed by a couple of months, um, you know, I do think, and I think this has been really interesting because, you know, as, as the person who's been writing about these games, you know, I, I keep an eye on the traffic. Um, and there's a lot more excitement for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl than there is Pokemon Legends. And that's really surprising to me because I thought that what everyone wanted was an open world Pokemon game. I, but-, but I think that I think that's also a, a, a symptomatic of the fact that we really just haven't seen much from Legends. Yeah, right? yeah. Like we got a trailer, we have a, a basic understanding of what the the mechanics and stuff are going to be. But I think until you see, actually see it in action, as opposed to select clips put together for a trailer or whatnot, like yeah. that excitement is just not necessarily going to be there. I mean, yeah. you know, to, as, a, as a peek behind the curtain on what make makes websites run and things like that, right? Like, We've seen we've seen this before when you know big movies come out. There may not necessarily be a lot of interest until the actual movie comes out, right? Like the example I point to all the time is uh, Doctor Strange. We were writing about Doctor Strange a whole lot before that movie came out, and it did nothing for us. And then the movie finally came out, and it was doing gangbusters for us. Yeah. And so, so I think there there is a bit of that happening here. Where uh, I mean, look, I want them to take all the time that they need to finish this Legends game, right? Because if it is at like. I have openly said this is not my style of game. I do. I am not a Zelda Breath of the Wild fan and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I am. Uh, I am looking forward to this one because I think, you know, that kind of game with a coat of paint of a franchise that I that I like and with some mechanics, whatever, may be enough to 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 bring me in there. So I'm excited for it. I want them to take the time for it. Uh, I just figured, you know, given what a breath of the wild has done sales wise that, that, that just may be one that they would want to put, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so that in a prime, that, mo- in a prime money making window. 
that that kind of ties into what people are complaining about. Um, you know, talking about how it's an unfinished looking game. Uh, first and foremost, like you know, um, uh, you know the complaints that you know when they released the early thing that that's clearly not the final. You know, that's that's an in development you know game model that's likely a year old so this is what the the complaint has been is they are releasing pokemon legends too soon so let's let's kind of like break this down first and foremost brilliant diamond and shining pearl there it's not even made by game freak you know game freak is barely involved with it that's why we are getting a very faithful recreation uh, they keep on like really stressing. It's like, don't expect <laughs> anything new from this game. Um, and, and that's the reason why they, they handed that project off to another studio to literally remake, um, give it a fresh coat of paint, send it on its way, give the fans what they want. Uh, Pokemon legend. So game freak itself has two different development uh, groups. Um, so there's always, you know, one group that, you know, so, so they, they kind of have a, a group one and a group two, um, you know, and group, you know, one of those groups has not had anything to do for quite a while because, you know, they, they didn't work on Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. They didn't work on a new Pokemon game. They're usually the ones, you know, that that one group usually is the one that's working on, um, you know, stuff like, uh, you know, the third of the, the remakes or um, the 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 up, you know, the upgraded games. While the other group is working on the next generation. So mm-hmm. this group is very likely the one that worked on sword and shield and sword the Sh- sword and shield has been done for three years. You know, yeah. let's, let's be, let's be realistic. You know, it's, it's been done for three years. So they've had a lot of time to work on it. Now I understand the criticisms about game freak as a, as a, you know, game designs, you know, they're, they're, you know, I, I, I hear the criticisms. I think that people kind of forget that this is literally a game that is made for young children um you know and you know that that kind of flavors it um but you know i i think that i i think that you know they're not going to put out an unfinished game there's too much at stake here for them to put out an unfinished game and a lot of the criticisms about like sword and shield being an unfinished game uh you know i think that is really you know let's just uh i'm not allowed to use the language that you know, I, I uh, <laughs> that I would uh, respond. How I would respond to that? I'm not allowed to say that because this is a family friendly podcast. It's a bunch of malarkey. Let's go with that. One. No, nice thing. Here's the <laughs> other thing um, that kind of ties into this, and this is getting chatted a little bit about in the uh, in the chat. Um, Pokemon Legends coming out in January 2022 sets up the Pokemon franchise for Gen Nine to come out. Um. Yeah, that's that's the other thing you have to be aware. We have only had one two year gap between main series Pokemon games um, since and like over a decade. And that was between um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so we, we've you know, and while Sword and Shield's a little bit unusual because we, they didn't come out um, with a um you know, enhanced edition. They opted for the DLC instead, um, and so you know that kind of like makes it fuzzy. But even if you count, like, let's say that you say uh, Crown Tundra was the last time that we've gotten a, a Pokemon game, and uh, uh, you know uh, the, that 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 was the last time we got a Pokemon game. With that, that will still be like you know a full like you know 
year, you know, between that and, you know, Pokemon uh, Shining, you know, the, the Diamond and Pearl remakes. And then we've got Legends. And then if we're saying that we're going to wait all the way until 2023, that will be like the second longest gap between Pokemon games that we've ever gotten in the franchise, period, mm-hmm. ever. Which just seems mm-hmm. like that's not really something that the Pokemon company is going to do because the Pokemon company has been printing money lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, look, there was a there's a story Christians are going to uh, do up later today. Like Pokemon, like it is not a far fetched statement to say that Pokemon is as a franchise is probably the biggest it's ever been yeah. right now. Like yeah. it has, it is just making bringing in that money. It is so bringing much. in money and it, awareness is at, uh, at an all time high that mm-hmm. it's just, uh, I mean, it's awesome. It's, it, look, it's the reason why we do this show, right? Like it's, yeah. they're, they're very, we talk about nostalgia and things like that, like, you know, all the time. And while that is a, a big driver for a lot of this stuff, right. For, you know, some trading card stuff and, th- you know, and things like that, there's still a new audience coming to this franchise every single day yep so. yep i mean that's that's the thing this is a generational franchise this is this is you know um more equivalent to stuff like marvel and dc than yep. you know mm-hmm. a, a typical game franchise um I, I think that only literally only nintendo really has like the lock on you know these generational video game franchises sonic is the, the other one uh, yep. but you yep. know um, there, there are not too many video game franchises that have been around for 25 years and have quite the universal appeal. Um, they're all right. Nintendo franchises, and then there's like Sonic, and I can't really think of another video game franchise besides. I mean, like uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider's been around for a while. <laughs> well, Tomb Raider, but Tomb Raider's but not geared towards kids. It's not geared towards kids, right? I'm through with Sims because let me tell you, Sims, what. Sims <laughs> yeah, Sims would be a good Sims one. All those. Sims Sims is a little bit limited because it's, you know, you, you have to have a, you know, a PC that's capable of running it. More um, console now. Man, do they? I started yeah. playing on console. Oh, yeah. It's huge on console. The first time I ever played Sims was on console. I had Welcome no to idea. the Sims podcast tangent. This is the host, Megan Peters. <laughs> look, no Dim- R.L. Bard in the, in the chat says, Rayman, look, I love Rayman like uh, like like the next mm. guy with that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. Is not a... Uh, is not a generational. Uh. Yeah, I, I, the, some of it. Some of it is, you know, it, we're we're going way off tangent. Uh, True. Well, about, it's funny like, because you know, there is also there's also a, a side chat going on in the chat right now about Evie, which we can we can get to in a in a second. But like we've also yes. we we've talked about it a little bit before. Uh, but go ahead, Christian, and then we'll we'll, well, we'll move on. You know, it's just that I think that a lot of these studios, you know, a lot of these game studios who, you know, are responsible for like cultivating this. And, you know, uh, you know, for one thing, Sonic and Microsoft, you know, uh, they they go and they know their audiences, their audiences as older gamers. Um, yeah. You know, Nintendo, you know, their audience is younger. You know, that's why they make the Mario games, which are for everybody. And they make really good games like Super Mario Odyssey. You know, one of the best games I've played in the last like six or seven years. And like, I'm now going through my PlayStation backlog and I'm still saying that, Um, you know, Breath of the Wild, you know, a little bit aims at the older gamer. But, you know, uh, by older gamer, I mean, like 11 Uh, Ratchet Mm -hmm. and Clank is close. Like someone just brought up Ratchet and Clank that that that's that's probably the closest that Sony has. It's not really quite at that. um you know, level of like, you know, awareness of like Mario, Sonic, Pokemon, Zelda, stuff like that. What about that. Uh, Crash Bandicoot? 
when's the last time we had a crash? When's when last, we just like, got we just got Crash Four. Okay, well that I mean that there was, but there was a very big gap where we didn't have Crash and Crash was relegated to yeah. like mobile games and things like that. But Crash is that's, another one that I oh, Master know, Chief for Xbox is a good one, Calder. I mean, uh, uh, but again, but that's older. Again, but that's older, older, but it's an older one. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, so I mean, some of them like because for a while, like Crash and Rayman both came in that like oh we need the next Mario Sonic mm-hmm. um, when when like PlayStation was young. It's not that some yep. of these things haven't been around. It's just that. You know, uh, they they just don't have that like generational because like we get new Mario games every year, we get new Pokemon games every year. You know, so- even Sonic the franchise yep. gets new stuff every stuff. year. Zelda yep. a little bit less, but Zelda is you know even it's that okay. we get yeah we get stuff every eighteen months or so from the Zelda franchise. You know, yep. Crash Bandicoot. You know, and I like I said, I have nothing against Crash. Like I played those ki- games. I f- totally forgot there was a Crash Four. Um, you know, they um, just haven't come out with the. They, they, you know, it requires a lot of support. You have to turn these things into like the the you know mammoth franchises that they are, and it requires a lot of resources and stuff like that. And you know, if it's not super popular to begin with, you just don't want to like put in you know the yearly Crash Bandicoot games. Um, like Spyro would have been Spyro is the other one that for a while was up there, but you know, we haven't gotten any Spyro stuff lately. I'll just just say this as a final kind of parting thing. The thing that I think frustrates me about seeing some things, obviously it's not everyone, um, but kind of the minority that's being so vocal about the complaints about the timing of Arceus is that one Pokemon is not thinking it they're not playing chess they're playing like 4d chess they're thinking years down the line they have a business model they have a business plan it is far further planned out than the average consumer is going to think about you know they they know what they're doing and the other consideration is when you know fans say the pokemon franchise doesn't you know deserve the success because it doesn't understand what it's doing and that is, I mean, we're talking about record-breaking profits, you know. <laughs> the, I mean, the the sheer amount of publicity. I mean, everything that the Pokemon Company has done, whether it is, you know, convenient on a consumer scale um, to the way that some fans might like it, when going to the general population of consumers for younger fans, Pokemon is nailing what it's doing. It's my, it's having some trouble with the Pokemon cards right now, but that's literally out of its hands with supply issues because of the pandemic. So when Pokemon says we're going to put these two games out within, you know, a couple months of each other, I'm going to say, okay, you know what you're doing. I, I trust <laughs> that you're going to put out a completed game. You haven't, you know, slapped on that before. I'm not going to think you're going to do it again. Um, it's just, I think, kind of the knee-jerk reaction for some, you know, consumers to, to create drama where there is no drama. Um, and that just becomes obviously a vocal minority. So yeah. I would say that I have no issues <laughs> with the timing of this, especially if it inevitably leads to Gen 9 coming out at the end of next year. Well, on the topic of uh, nostalgia, Hinged binges. Uh, we get a bunch of old friends coming to the anime. Megan, Pokemon what do anime we got? went off. The Pokemon <laughs> anime in Japan, we knew it was coming. It just went off. It said, You want nostalgia? Just let me smack you right in the face with it. Um, so, in Pokemon Journeys in Japan, the newest episode has gone live. Ash is not only reunited with uh, Professor Oak, um, he goes to see his 
all his old Pokemon. We see Charizard. We see Totodile. We see Bulbasaur. We see Snorlax. We see every, I mean, we see everyone. <laughs> I mean, almost everyone that you want to see is there. And Ash is trying to find Infernape. And uh, he turns out that Infernape just straight up ran away because he felt like he wasn't being challenged um, in the care of Professor Oak. So he's out just like living his best solo survivor Bear Grylls life fighting <laughs> trainers solo <laughs> and trying to get stronger so he can press Ash when they reunite. So that reunion is one adorable, but also within that uh, Pokemon said, you want some more nostalgia? Like, I think you want just like a little bit more. Right. And so they decided that they were going to bring up Tracy Sketchum, which uh, BTW, I love him. I know that's a <laughs> divisive uh, opinion within the anime community. Uh, but Tracy was mentioned and Professor Oak was like, yeah, Tracy and I like we tried to find Infernape and we just really couldn't get any lock on to him. Uh, and so, like, the only way Tracy has shown is like in a thought bubble. <laughs> They don't even, like, give him the common decency of, like, even showing him in the background or something. Um, but, yeah, so we not only got to see, like, tons of Ashes, old Pokemon. The reunion was super, super sweet, super emotional. There was, like, a whole, like, running montage of them being together. Um, but we also got a little update on Tracy. If you've been wondering where that guy went, you know, it's been years. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, I was about to say, the update is he still exists. He has not died yeah, he, off camera. Yeah, Tracy is alive. Uh, he's still chilling with Professor Oak. Other than that, I have no idea what he's been doing. I have no idea what he wants to do. Um, it was just, it was just a really nice kind of in-universe canon Easter egg, little reference, just to kind of tie the whole thing together. Um, so I was, I was happy with it. Obviously, I know within the anime fandom, Tracy is a, uh, um, he's a little bit controversial, depending whether you liked him or not. Um, I was fine with him as a, as a young wee lass. I thought he was really cute. So, <laughs> I'm, you know, now, now I'm just like when I saw him, I was like, oh hey, I remember you. Oh, you're alive. Excellent. <laughs> So, um, yeah, now as uh, the anime moves forward, Gary also made his reappearance. Um, he really doesn't like Go, so I feel like Christian and Gary are on the same like wavelength for a what a What a crazy uh, world we live in that Gary yeah, and Christian are on the same page. No, yeah. I mean, listen, it's, Gary. It's Gary fun. has had Gary has had a lot of um, you know development over the years. You know, <laughs> he's had probably the most character growth of any character in the anime. True. So of course he hates Go. You know, <laughs> that's just a natural extension of being a fully evolved character like I am. You know, uh, if if you if you have a personality, you dislike Go. That's just all there is to it. Oh, wow. wow, that's a spicy Ooh. take. But yeah, so Gary's here. He kind of sets up the Project Mew arc that's coming forward. Um, and the anime <laughs> also teased that um, you, US Ash is going to have, have a gigantic next Gengar. So that's fun. <laughs> oh yes. Well, also US Nate's got. Have you ever seen Gary and Christian in the same room? No, no, you have not. <laughs> no, no, you have honestly not. Same person confirmed. Honestly, I'm expecting before the year end, I challenge Hoffer to do a Gary cosplay. Look with the amount story. with the amount of research that Christian has done into uh, you know the the biological life of Pokemon. They they may be the same person. 
Uh, I mean, uh, Hoffer maybe... is arguably vastly more educated than Gary is about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, it's not, not arguable. It is well, confirmed. and that's the perfect, perfect transition to this week's Pokemon fact of the week. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so yeah, so we we got another weird one. Got another weird one after a couple of a uh, couple of weeks of slightly disappointing Pokemon facts of the week. Uh, we are we are to the Totodile line, and we have a very disturbing uh, fact or uh, factoid about Totodile's uh, evolved form, Croconaw. Uh, you know, Croconaw, Totodile, and Feraligatr—they're uh, all known for being big bite Pokemon. They have their big jaws and they they bite. But when Croconaw bites you. You're in for a world of pain. That's because Croconaw has barbed teeth. They <laughs> are, um, they, they specifically say they are teeth that uh, kind of bend backwards like fish hooks. So when he bites into you, they ain't coming out. That's terrible. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, like that. That is a Pokemon that is made for pain. That is, um, that that's a that's horrific. That that's yeah, a Pokemon really, that's out to kill. <laughs> Like holy, yeah. like when I when I read that, I didn't even get to like the Feraligatr facts because I was just like, oh man, that is that is awful. Like Crocodile is out to like murder things. Like yeah, that's that's I my mean, little look, wait, angry crocodile Pokemon. Let's back up for a second because allig- alligators and crocodiles are are terrifying animals to begin with, right? Like oh, they yeah. are, like they are capital P predators. And, uh, but I think, and, and again, too, right? Like and we've talked about this before. I think this whole evolutionary line is one of the most underrated lines of the entire franchise. I think, uh, I you know, like this, like I said, and when we talked about like, like this generation kind of in general, right? Like we talked about it with Cyndaquil um, and to an extent, you know, Chikorita, because we know how much uh, Christian loves his Meganium. Uh, but, uh, but it's, it's one of those, um, it's one of those things that I like. I wish we got more cool things, or or maybe maybe that maybe cool things came out when like these games were coming out for this line. But I think, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's almost it's not impossible because there is stuff that you can get, you know, with like merchandise and stuff for this. But like, I wish there was there was more uh, because okay. they're, they're, they're just really cool. I think we missed also an important fact. Look at this Pokedex entry. It says that once it bites down, it will not let go and lets its teeth fall out. It will <laughs> go. It will lose its teeth to be stuck in you. It will go gum first in order to cause you damage, and then its teeth grow back within forty-eight hours. <laughs> yeah, my 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 favorite. You know, the kind that's of like following horrifying. up on that. You think that's horrifying? Like they like for alligators, Pokemon. Uh, it's Pokedex entries. It's like yeah, for yeah. alligator will kill you. Yeah, it's basically. just like like it's like it, 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 so, it's so yeah, much so that true. it's gold. It's gold entry is like it shakes its head so savagely it tears its victim up. Like it's like Lord. like yeah yeah it's like you know for alligator will literally murder you. <laughs> I mean, talk about like a death roll. Oh like, my yeah. god, for alligator for alligator. I will say like you know is is my favorite of like I I love all three Jodo starters. Uh, my mm-hmm. my uh, youngest I just bought. Uh, the the Jodo starter. Uh, oh you know, yeah, How did that go? Uh, I haven't like formally done it yet. He's kind of like uh, starting to get used to them right now, uh, because you know chances are when I put these th- three things like this, my my one year old's feral because um, of because of, of the pandemic. So like I'm expecting like him to like oh I see that there are like stuffed animals. Hang on, let me get like a, a knife. 
um, and stab <laughs> them, you know, and then I shall feast upon their innards or something like okay. that. That's the sort of stuff that, no, seriously, if you meet this kid, like, you know, none of my friends believe me. And then, like, we were at a cookout last night, and not only did he make, like, multiple runs going after the grill, he also, like, came away with, like, a corkscrew. Like, like none of us knew how he got. He's just, like, just, like, you know, it's, like, suddenly, like, crawled underneath, like, the this, like, outdoor table and's like, hey, guys, look at this. I have a corkscrew. Everyone's like, how did he, how did he even know that was there? We didn't know it was there. I was like, that's my kid. Your, like, your you, kid is choosing violence. Yes. Yes. He's, time after time. He, your kid is choosing to be for alligator. Yeah, my, that is yeah. That's just canon at this point. God that's help incredible. us! God help us when he gets more than six teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yikes! Woof. Oh man! Uh, but anyways, yeah, for alligator, he's he freaking rocks. Um, that's that's basically what I have to say about that. Just a great it. Pokemon. All right. Well, with that, that wraps up another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. Thank you, everyone, for joining live. We go live every Monday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Central. If you live in the middle of the country somewhere, uh, 5 p.m. across the pond. And uh, and that's it. if you have to do any other conversions just type it into Google. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, if you want to support the show. The best way to do so is to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I know many of you listen to this show on many other platforms, whether it is Spotify or Stitcher or wherever, and God bless you for it. Love you. You know, that's, and that we are not saying go find iTunes and go do it, but if you can, it helps the show out quite a bit. We won't stop you from doing That's it. right. Uh, but also to feel free to uh, head on over to Twitter. You can find uh, all of us at Pokemon pod CB. You can find me at Jim Viscardi. You can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And you can find me at Seahoffer Seabus. Keep an eye out on social. I'll be posting the times that I'll go live to do the community day uh, this uh, for this week. So if you want to get in on some of the fun, I'll uh, make sure to post all of our uh Gamer code thing. What the hell are they called? Friend codes. Friend, Friend codes. codes. Friend there codes. We go. Uh, and um, and we'll do uh, and so that way you know if there is raids or anything that you guys uh, want want to do, we'll we're more than happy to get in on some of that stuff. So uh, until next time, folks. Uh, may the shiny luck be ever in your favor. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>